Warning. The following podcast, Hanging Out with the Old Fellas, contains no nutritional value. Consume at own risk. Please shut gate behind you. Oh, hangers and danglers. Yes, I nearly forgot. Have we got some exciting news announcement, viewers? Have we? Oh, yes, hangers and danglers. It came to our attention a little while ago that Hanging Out with the Old Fellas... ...has been nominated for an Academy Award, just like Michelle Bullock. We reached the finals of the Radio Today Australia Podcast of the Year Awards... ...in the Best News Coverage category. No, not quite, Barry. Best Documentary. No. Best True Crime. No, we were nominated in the best comedy category. Comedy? Yes. After all our hard-hitting investigative journalism work? Barry, I'll take whatever we can get. It's a finalist and that's all that matters. But comedy? Mm-hmm. Are the judges all drinking Coke? I've got no idea, Barry, but after the announcement, there was a lot of very excited people around here at Spindley Pines. Which isn't necessarily a good thing. Yes, yes, mop and bucket to the dining room. And most of the bedrooms. Of course, Mr Analovsky was over the moon. But that has nothing to do with the award. So anyway, we got a late pass from Matron. Oh yes, the award ceremony was way past 5.30 curfew. Way past 7.30 lights out, yes. yes. So we put on our very best dressing gown and slippers. We put on our cleanest pyjamas, mm. which isn't saying much. No, it's not, no. Bloody laundry round here, it's useless. Well, we've got a lot to contend with. Oh, I suppose so, yes. Anyway, we frocked up, clean jammies and black tie. And off we went to the prize fight. The prize night, Barry. The prize night. Roll the videotape. Let's have a look. Ah, so there we are on the red carpet. I roll over someone's foot there with your wheelchair, Barry. Oh, it was Hamish Blake. Mm. I recognise him from that interview in Silly People's Monthly. Yes, yes, viewers. Hamish was one of our rivals. So, So you tried to do him an injury, did you? Yes, yes, just in case we had to wrestle him for the final prize. Yeah. In case the voting was a tie. Yes, yes. And here we are, tucking into the meal. That's me there, pouring the soup into my intravenous drip. Yes, good show, good show, yes. And I'm having a sweet out of the communal wine jug. Yeah, fishing out your false teeth there. Mm, yes, don't think anyone noticed. Did you use the tongs? Nah, just shoved my hand in, up to the elbow. Oh, I did wonder why no one else wanted to drink from that jug for the rest of the night. Yes, yes, we had that entire jug to ourselves. I think best. it was the floaties. The dandruff. And the armpit hair. Yeah, and yeah. here it comes. Time for the big announcement. Australia's best comedy podcast, Indie. What do they mean, Indie? It stands for Independent. So it's the best podcast to come out of the Spindley Pines Independent Living Quarters? Barry, the only independent living in Spindley Pines Nursing Home is happening on the other side of the electric fence. Oh, right, yes, behind the 12-foot cast-iron drawbridge. Yes, Barry, now just watch the monitor as we replay the big announcement. It's between us and some wacky, obscure podcast calling themselves Tony and Ryan. Oh, I think we've got them covered. Yes, yes, they even mic'd us up for the big occasion view. Oh, how fortuitous. Here it comes. And the winner. Okay, here we go, Barry. You ready for this? The best comedy podcast with 81 million votes is Tony and Ryan. What? Seriously? Who are we? Oh, shit. Bugger. They beat us by one vote. One vote? Yeah. I even had a mole in the tally room. They must have had two. Two moles? Oh, what a pisser. What a 
Yes, it's a stitch-up, Jerry. Ah, forget it, Baz. We would never have got up those stairs anyway. Yes, they rigged it against us. Put steps in? That's pure ageism. Look at them up there. Yeah, thanking their parents, thanking the academy. Thanking their mole. Thanking our mole. Yes, yes. Us old fellas. Bridesmaids again. Oh, OK. I've never been a bridesmaid. Do I get a satin sash? Oh, maybe, maybe. A satin sash for being first runner-up. As in, runner up the flagpole and see who can get one more vote than us? Oh, now they're putting the tiara on them. Oh, fetching. Smile for the camera, Ryan. Tony and Ryan might have 250,000 subscribers, but you and me, Barry, we will always have our hangers and danglers. Spoken like a true old fella. Yes, yes. Geez, one bloody vote. I am emotionally exhausted after that. I need a nap. Oh, not me, not me. I, I've got so much adrenaline coursing through my veins, I'll be up all night. Imagine that. An old fella. Up all night. Well, I would imagine that, Barry, but my memory's not that good. Hand me that jug of wine. So, ladies and gentlemen, there it is. We are the Attrick Brothers. I'm Barry. I'm Jerry. And we came second. Yes, we did. I like to think that our success is because people can relate to us. True, Jerry. When mm. I look around at the awards crowd, I just imagined a little bit of old fella inside everyone. And I get the feeling everyone was busting to get that little bit of old fella out. We should thank everyone who voted for us. Yes, our hangers and danglers. Everyone in the sanatorium. The sanatorium, yes. We are very popular amongst the seven-day Adventists. And for all the paid-up members of our fan club, this second place, it's for you. Yep, both of you. A one, a two, a five, six, seven, eight. Last words. They won't matter like your next words. So while your storyline is so far from its end, there's still some chance to mend the poem's rhyme if you make enough spare time. Every sentence needs a verb when life decides to kick you to the curb. Just write the book of life a killer blur. Oh, there's still a bit more at the bottom bottom here, isn't there? News from the South. Oh, this is massive. A story bigger than Dan Andrews is. The Victorian Premier cans the Commonwealth Games. According to the Big Dan, Victoria can no longer afford to play sport. Oh, it goes a bit deeper than that, I think, Baz. You think so, Jerry? Oh, yes, it's pretty obvious, Barry. This is payback. Payback? On the Games Organising Committee? Yep for refusing Dan's request to add police brutality as a demonstration sport. Oh, yes, that'd be certain gold for Victoria. There's a 100 metres dash down the cul-de-sac to arrest a pregnant mum in her pyjamas. There's punch out the lockdown protester. A lot of weight division's going for gold there, Baz. Oh, there's the capsicum spray target shooting. Yep, square in the eyeballs. In your face, games committee. The 4x100 metres smash the septuagenarian into the pavement relay. Running again the water cannon. Sprint and marathon. I like how that combines road racing and aquatics. Police brutality. Well, there's not much competition around the Commonwealth. True, true, yes. It's hard to find a sufficiently despotic Commonwealth regime that would truly challenge Victoria for the gold. Maybe Nigeria? 
Pakistan, Norfolk Island. Well, history is on their side, I suppose, yes. It's almost worth reinstating Zimbabwe back into the Commonwealth Games just to provide a bit of competition. You can see why Chairman Dan was pissed off. Majorly, yes. I mean, there's a lot of gold to Victoria. Flushed. Wasted. Who isn't? So, Dan the man has just gone, bugger the lot of you, if we can't win our fair share of shiny gold round ones, you can just take your opening ceremony flag-waving flapdoodle and leave it to bleed out in the middle of Collins Street for all I frickin' care. The Commonwealth Games Committee only has itself to blame. Well, that's what happens when you get on the wrong side of wingnut Dan. So is someone else going to step into the resulting breach? Step into the resulting sporting cowpat, more like it. But no, not as yet, Barry. But I reckon New South Wales should check out the possibilities, especially with the latest New South Wales government initiative. Oh. Which is? The recently announced Regional Affairs Department Feral Pig Coordinator. Feral Pig Coordinator? Yep. Sounds great. I mean, we can't have uncoordinated pigs running around. Nope. You know, there's nothing worse than having a state full of wild pigs that have limbs skewing off all over the place, wacky jacky. So New South Wales now has a special officer to get all these pigs into a proper conga line? To start off with, yes, yes. But I envisage that pretty soon the pigs will all be organised into a proper square dancing collective. A bit of nutbush? Nutbush, yes, yes, some Tai Chi. A clogging club? An unclogging club. And this could be trotted out, pun intended, for the opening ceremony. Brilliant. Imagine that being televised all over the world. Too good. I mean, Birmingham can keep their gigantic mechanical bull. New South Wales 2026 has its line dancing pigs. Oh, yes, the perfect stand-in for the Victoria Police. You read my mind, Barry. Like a book, Jerry. Like a book. Grumpy's ginger beer tastes like no other. That's because the forward-thinking management at Grumpy's understand the science of refreshment. For example, they predict that the sun will definitely explode sometime in the next 200 billion years. They recommend you get fully stocked with a few dozen Grumpy's ginger beer originals, just in case. Trust me, you're going to need it. Nothing refreshes you through a supernova like Grumpy's from grumpysgingerbeer.com.au. Everybody chill. The number one phenomenon across the last couple of weeks. Oh, yes, a phenomenon to end all phenomenons. Yes, Barbenheimer in cinemas now. Barbenheimer, the ultimate blonde bombshell. The ultimate in plastic explosives. Barbie has been shot into space. Plunged to the depths of the ocean. Dropped into volcanoes. She's busted international crime syndicates. Broken a fingernail or two. And not always her own. And now... She's inventing the atomic bomb. Worked out the quantum physics all by herself. Personally enriched the uranium. Built the reactor with her bare little extruded plastic hands. Waved the Enola Gay toodaloo. Kissed the pilot. And then kaboom. Kaboom, yes. It's a little known fact of 20th century history, but it was, in fact... Barbie who organised the end of World War II. The Pacific Theatre, at least. Oh, yes, just the Japanese surrender. She left the defeat of the Germans to Ken. She did, she did, which is why we are anxious for the sequel. 
Kennenheimer, the fall of Berlin. Kennenheimer, he might be a little plastic mound boy, but he's got more kahunas than Hitler, Goebbels, Goering and von Rimmentroff all put together. Now that's a sequel. I can hardly wait. It's always a delight to watch them Nazis get a right proper thumping on the big screen. Especially from little plastic man. The might of the German blitzkrieg brought to nothing by a child's fantasy boyfriend. You can't write this stuff. That's why it's history, so you don't have to write it. It's been nearly eight decades, but seeing the Nazis cop one in the neck, it never gets old. And speaking of timeless joy across eight decades... Oh, yes, some things do get old. That's right, Baz, and unfortunately, we have to report... From the obituary section of your morning motion... The very sad passing of the ultimate crooner... Bon Scott. No, Bon Scott died in 1980. Shite! How slow are we? No, we are reporting today on the passing of American crooner Tony Bennett. Ah, yes, Tony Bennett. Antonio Bendito to his mum. Yes, he had some great songs. I left my heart in Fiona Coots. I left my heart. My funny Valentine's Day massacre. And, of course, he sang the great American songbook with Lady Gaga. Brilliant backing vocals on Poker Face. Yes, yes, the passing of a truly great singer. So in homage to the late, great Tony Bennett, I thought I'd pull this one out of the bottom drawer. Great idea, Barry. In fact, a homage to every 96-year-old man. Incapacity 
She said my flat dust should be in a hearse I now hear nature calling Point Percy at the porcelain No matter how I'm forcing My urethra's throttled, yeah My urethra's throttled, yeah My urethra's throttled, yeah My urethra's throttled, yeah down and get with it. Now, is this sock adequately pulled? I think that sock is right where it needs to be. It's the first time that sentence has ever been uttered. I I would imagine that that sentence has probably been said sometime in the history of the English language. I think it's in Shakespeare, isn't it? It might well be Mm. to be or not to To be. be A sock in the right position. A sock in the righteth position. Yes, that is the question. Whether it is noble to get something to be cold without a sock. In fact, one of his plays was called Romeo, Juliet and the Sock. Was it really? Yes, but then it was edited out to just be Romeo and Juliet and no mention of the sock being in the right place at all. He had to cut back some characters and so the sock went. Maybe he did the whole play in sock puppets. That's where most of the plays began as sock Sock puppets. puppets. Shakespeare and his wife just mucking around in the bedroom with a sock puppet or two. Bit of punch and Judy. Bit of punch and Judy kind of action going on. Yes. Right. And uh, next thing you know, you got bloody Julius. Caesar. That's right. And you've got a sock holding a skull. Next thing you've got, what's her name in Andronicus and the sock? Ah, the flavour that we favour in Australia was Andronicus. It was too. Mm. Why did Shakespeare write plays about coffee? I don't know. Mm. Maybe he needed something to keep the audience awake. Or maybe he was up late one night, scribbling away with his quill and, you know, dipping his nib in the ink, so to speak, and that's not a euphemism. That's exactly how it was done back in the 1500s. And next thing you know, he hits upon the idea, why don't I write a bloody play about coffee? That'll confuse them. All these, you know, all these people coming in and trying to, you know, uh, interpret my plays and trying to, you know, find the hidden deep meaning in it. I'll just write one about bloody coffee and socks and let them try and figure that out. In fact, the round was designed with a coffee cup in mind. Absolutely, yes, that's right. And he's think he's sitting there thinking, you know, in years to come, kids will be doing this on the HSC, trying to figure out what the bloody hell's is sock and coffee. What's the, what's the sock a metaphor for? Yes, there's no bloody metaphor. It was just 
Punch and Judy. Just Punch and Judy and just... And Willie. Yeah. Punch and Judy and Willie. And what a combination. And there's the sock reference. Yes, and the sock just hanging in the background saying, hey... In the right place. Make me part of this as well. Okay. The script is long enough as it is. I was hoping we wouldn't have a whole freaking heap of bollocks to edit when I first started, but I can see that was beyond my wildest dreams to actually have a straight edit. Maybe for next episode you next can put that in there. To put together some more offcuts. Offcut the sock. Yes, yes, we had that entire jug to ourselves. Didn't I we, think Bass? it was the floaties. So I, I, I talked I over you a bit. Yeah, it was my, my fault. Yes, we had that entire jug to ourselves. I think it was the floaties. Yeah, the dandruff. <laughs> True, Jerry. When I looked around at the awards crowd, I just imagined a little bit of old fella inside anyone. If here we go again. In your face, games committee. The four by one hundred meter smash the septu. Septuagenarian, okay. Waved the Enola Gay toodaloo. Kissed the pilot. And then kaboom. Kaboom, yes. It's a little known fact of the 20th... Yes, it's a little known fact of 20th... Yes, it's a little known fact of 20th century history, but it was a... uh, Was a fact, was in fact. Oh, dear. It's been nearly eight decades, but seeing the Nazis cop one in the neck, it never gets old. Well, speaking of a timeless joy across eight decoids... Decoids. 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 To the late, great Tony Bennett, yep. I thought I'd pull this one out of the bottom drawer. Great idea, Barry. Don't ever go to the bottom drawer. Ugh. And then for some reason we're going to do message in a bottle. <laughs> Another awards night. Another one. awards night bites the dust. Well. Right, young, young Jerry, it's time for my nap. Yes, yes. It's time for my sustagen. <laughs> <laughs>